Hello and a warm welcome to the TNC podcast. Are you daring to dream? We certainly are. Welcome back. Chris Reeve, good to see you. Mate. Oh, it's happening. Is it happening? Oh, oh, oh. Blooming heck. Last time we filmed, we said, you know, Hull and West Brom can't see us get, getting anything from those games. What the hell do we know? No, exactly. Fair play to them. Yeah. Fair play to the players to David Wagner, to the coaching staff, yeah. backs against the wall. They've they've got a couple of absolutely bloody brilliant results. And you've no, you've missed the biggest result in all of this. Go on. A win against Bristol Rovers. Yes. You're up uh, for the car. Well, I know, but it, I mean, for God's sake, we should have beaten Bristol Rovers the first time around. The, the, the reason I'm really glad, Chris, about this last week is it shuts up the David Wagner doubters. And as someone that's stood by him throughout the entire season, I'm glad people <laughs> are finally starting to get on board. from you. <laughs> but what I would say, let's 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 get positive, yeah, okay? absolutely. Three wins in a row, unbeaten in seven home matches. Unbeaten this year. Still unbeaten in 2024. First time in 16 months we've beaten a team that have started the day inside the top six. Really? Thanks to Connor Southwell for that one. Johnny Rowe has got his 13th goal of the season. And Jack, the weird thing for me, and we mentioned this downstairs when we had a coffee prior to filming this, um, we still only had 40% possession mm. for the West Brom game. But it just felt so much more positive, yeah. uh, hopeful. We looked dangerous. Isn't that weird, though? Because the possession was still pretty pretty low, but yet it, it looked fairly comfortable for Norwich. Really strange. It, you know... As you say, standing there in the 90 minutes, and, it, and it's a reason to, you know, we often say facts don't care about feelings, but actually sometimes feelings count for more. Um, you know, I, I thought we looked dominant for the for the large part. And then I looked at the stats, I think we had, they had 60% possession, they had yep. more shots on goal, the expected goals was roughly the same. Mm. And I think it all came in that sort of 10 minute flurry. None of the, they were wasteful in front of goal and on another day it could have been a different outcome. Um, but I just thought mm. in terms of an all round performance, that was the best I've seen this season. Yeah. And the difference was it wasn't against the Sheffield Wednesday Correct. or a Huddersfield Brilliant. or a QPR. With you. It's come against a side that under a month ago that are actually dismantled us at the Hawthorns. Yeah, yeah. No, Picked I agree. Apart. I, I'm so pleased you brought this up, Jack. And I, you know, I, I have always said this season that it's all very well and good beating these teams that are absolutely pathetic. Well, they are, aren't they? There's so many monumentally average... You were doing average... so well. No, there are so many monumentally average teams in this league, right? West Brom ain't one of them. They're yeah. a really decent side. They've looked fantastic. They looked... I mean, I still think they, they will get into the playoffs. Um, Do you want a quick, we... a quick West Brom stat? Though? Go on, then. They haven't won in the last three away games. I don't think they've scored. Oh. Oh, so, so maybe, maybe we've we just beaten some more rubbish. <laughs> maybe we hit them at the right time. Well, I would say, though, Jack, you know, bringing on um, stats again, with six shots on target, mm. and that's three more than what we had in... Sorry, more than three. It's more than we've had in the last three games. Really? So the last three games we've had four. I think one of them was only two. One of them was three. Okay. And now we've had six. So for me, it feels like we're mm. going in the right direction. Of course, a couple of huge games coming up, which will which we'll get on to later on. Well, I thought I thought the lovely thing, you know, you've obviously got the goals, but I thought we looked balanced. It wasn't sticking 11 men behind the ball. So it wasn't you. going all out attack. It was a beautiful balance. And yeah. I must say, I looked at the team sheet and I saw a couple of tweaks with the defence and I went, oh, that's brave 
from Wagner. Fair play to him. Spot on. Yeah. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. Where, where should we start? Well, I think, I mean, let's start with the fun stuff. Let's start with the goals. And then I'm sure, we, we, well, we definitely need to talk at length about the defence. But yeah. let's start with the goals. The first one. Super Sarge. Oh, my. Well, no, 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 no. Before we get to bloody Super Sarge, oh. let's, let's give the, the credit to the man that deserves it more than Sarge for me. The mayor yeah. was absolutely yeah. on one. Yeah. Kenny McLean. Captain's performance, interceptions, tackles, headers, mm. aggression, leadership, mm. commanding the mm. midfield. Nothing got past mm. him. And he picked up the ball, he made that ground, and the way he just took that slight touch inside mm. and then threaded it through the eye of a needle, through to Super Sarge to smash home in front of the library. Sorry, I mean the Regency security stand. Um, was just absolutely brilliant. And, you know, obviously great to see Sergeant um, scoring again. I think we need to raise the question. Is Sergeant the best striker in the league? <laughs> oh, we were having that debate. Is is Sergeant the best striker well, in the league? It obviously... Because, Jack, if he hadn't got injured this season, <laughs> I don't think it's a debate. I don't think it's a debate. And I know it's, you know, if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle situation. But honestly, if Sergeant hadn't got injured this season, yeah. he would be lauded by everyone, mm. every team in the league, as the best striker well, in the league. let's have a look at the... At the top scorer, um, go on then. A table in in this division, um, and and let's see if you think he's better um, than those currently above him. Well, yeah, go on then. Go on then. Well, let me find but it. The first. only the only team which again we're gonna which annoyingly we're playing next. The only player I'm thinking is maybe Somerville. Is he even a, is he a striker for mm, Leeds? He scored a lot of goals. So top scorer in the division. Go on, Sammy Schmodix at Blackburn. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> How many scored? Scored against Shut us. Up. Scored a couple. Sixteen goals. Yeah. Next is Morgan, Morgan Whitaker at Plymouth. Yeah, no, no, he's he's been very good to be fair. Adam Armstrong of Southampton. Yeah, he's good. Jack Clark at Sunderland. Decent. Somerville at Leeds. Yeah, but we're talking about strikers, right? We're we're getting yeah. into midfield. And then there. fifth is Rowe. Let's have a go. Wow. So would you say Sargent is better than Sammy Schmodix? Uh, well, I don't even know who Sammy Sh- <laughs> Schmodix is. <laughs> Look, for me... Shabby That sounds like a car product. For me, Sargent is the best striker in the league. Look, let us know in the comments section, have I got my yellow and green glasses on? Is Sargent the best striker in the league? For me, he's got everything. Well, look, he, I th- he Aerial presence, intelligence. You always bang on, and you're right to bang on about this mm. for once, Jack, about his runs. Oh, they really the get he, me going. The way he just sort of yeah. peels off a defender. Mm. Do you know what I love about Sargent? Just when I see that sort of ginger lock mm. bounding mm. backwards, like, you know when he like catches the wind yeah. and you know he's through on goal? Mm. That gets me going so much. I, 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 I thought that goal at the weekend is so repeatable as well yeah. because you know Kenny's found that pass yeah. Sergeant everyone was saying it was poor defending no 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 no. it was great attacking Agreed. because West Brom have tried to play the offside trap yeah. and it's Sergeant's intelligence to peel off and Would not you? only get the run the finish it's not an easy finish yeah. one on one you know Pookie made a career at Norwich City from that type of goal yeah. Josh Sargent is doing the, the exact same yeah. but it was absolutely excellent deserves praise and um, the, the second goal we should speak about as well I think for, wow. for both goals but particularly the second goal in my opinion the play yeah. um, well, because there was, to, it was fantastic there was that moment of t- time in that first half and we didn't score a second in the first half. There was 10 minutes. I know what you're going to say. Where we looked bloody brilliant. Mate, we looked like vintage 1970s, 80s Brazil. 
for no, I'd say for six to eight, I think ten's a bit too much. <laughs> for six to eight minutes, yeah. I took my glasses off mm. behind you and I rubbed my eyes and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah. Just the the play was brilliant. The Emperor of Norfolk mm. literally turned into Roberto Carlos. Um, some of the interchanges mm. between Signs and Sarah genuinely turned me on. <laughs> I was absolutely in awe yeah. and and it was beautiful to watch. And don't get me wrong, there is a part of me where it's 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 almost annoyed me because I'm like, where like yeah. we, where has this been? And you know, we we've criticised the players at times this season, and, and rightly so. But one of the things that I believe that we've always said is that, well, I've stood by, these players are more than capable of being in the playoffs and, you know, competing in those positions. And they they, they showed that against West Brom. That that play... Yeah, it was great. For six to eight minutes was bloody gorgeous. Yeah, it and, was. And, that, and I hope that... I hope that that gives David Wagner, his coaching staff, the confidence to, you know, be a bit braver with mm. this team. And, and, and but when I say braver... Be logical with this team and look, look at what we've got at our disposal and, and, and play that way. What I would say to, for, for balance is, of course, Sargent being back uh, makes a huge difference, you know, in terms of stretching that opposition yeah. to allow yourself to, to, to play that, that more attacking football. But look, we need to give them praise. And, and I think away from that, Jack, away from the goals, I, I, I don't know if you're going to let me do this now. Well, let's or not. talk about the second goal. Okay, go on then. Well, it was bloody lovely. Well, it was I mean, gorgeous. It was it was Sarah. It was into Yanulis, and I'm thinking Yanulis is in a place where he probably could could have shot, and he and he's and he's pulled it across. And look, you you know, you know sometimes you, you're scared of um, go. There's probably blokes out there that you're slightly scared of that your missus might run off with. Johnny Rose, one of those that you should be scared <laughs> of. The guy's got everything, right? Like, he is the man. That you need to be concerned about. Mate, right place, right time, yet again. He is astonishing. Do you know... And, and, I, and, I, and you know what? I've admitted defeat now. I've admitted defeat. I'm going to be a grand lighter. <laughs> it's just going to happen. Come on! Because he's inevitable. Get it in the big he seat, He is Titty. inevitable. Oh, I love it. But yeah, he is inevitable. I think Norris City actually posted yeah. that he is inevitable. And there's another side of Johnny Rowe's game that I'm loving now. Okay, We've complimented him on every single level, but one of the new areas I think we can compliment him on <laughs> is that even if he has a quote-unquote you know, quieter game, he finds his way into those positions maturity beyond his years I think it was Hux posted it mm. you know have, you know, Johnny Rowe ha having a bit of a quieter game but it takes real football intelligence yeah. to find yourself in the right place at the right time making that right run yeah. um, absolutely bloody brilliant but I think for me again um, I'm not going to compliment Johnny Rowe on the finish actually which will surprise people just like I won't compliment Sargent too much on his goal because it was, it, was, it was Kenny McLean that made that goal the, the, the man that made that goal for Johnny Rowe was the Emperor of Norfolk, mm. Dimi Yanoulis. You know, a sumptuous ball on a silver platter for Johnny Rowe to, to, to smash it home. And by the way, let's talk about that cello from Johnny Rowe. Yeah. Gave it a bit of this. Yeah. What does that mean? What do you think it means? Well, I think it means he stayed. Oh, do you? Do you? I, I think it means he stayed. I, I saw, Certainly I, for January, anyway. I read more of a, I'm the man. Oh, but no, 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 no. I'm the man is he'd point at himself okay. or, or his name. Yeah. That means I'm here. The thing I love about Johnny Rowe, we've been really lucky because quite a lot of his goals this season have been down the Barkley end. Yeah. He, he peels away. He takes it in. By the way, 
Go on. I need, a, I need a bit of... If we're going to get some criticism in here, I'm going to need to have a word with one of the Norwich players. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Ashley Barnes. You do that in the street, you get nicked <laughs> for GBH. <laughs> Ashley Barnes. I know you don't want Johnny to leave, but let's not break him. Did Maybe you see that? Maybe it was tactical. Maybe it, Ashley Barnes has been told, do you mind just giving Johnny a little bit of a knock? It was, sort of... you know... <laughs> I've seen some, you know, you know, you watch those programs of, of like road collision accidents. Yeah. It was like Johnny Rowe had been hit by an Eddie Stobart HGV. It's <laughs> <laughs> dismantled well, it. But again, you know, compliments to um, <laughs> for, for for Mr. Coming in behind, behind the scenes. Um, you know, Johnny had posted that on his on his, uh, on his ex account. Um, that it was the gym sessions that meant he could stand up. Because as you say, <laughs> Barnsley comes and just batters him. Johnny yeah. somehow manages to, to stand up. Well, I'm up celebrating. Right. I've seen that and I've and I've stopped for a moment. I, I think thought, he's broken his back. <laughs> I've just thought, Barnes has killed our main man. <laughs> <laughs> but he, anyway, the celebration. Love Barnsley, of course. Yeah, he's, Brilliant stuff. He, he's, he's peeled away. The, the, all the squad get round. Yeah. Brilliant. And then they all go. And Johnny comes back oh, just to take I, it in I, front I, of the no, moment. I love it when he does this. And he just looks. Yeah, I know. And he I, just, he, I know. I just look at him and I go, God, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. God, I want to be you. But do you know what as well? Good. Because I, one of the things I love about him, which I've said time after time, is how much he genuinely loves the supporters mm. and values it mm. and understands the power of those moments, you know, not just going away with the group of players, turning back and giving the people that really matter yeah. what they want, yeah. which is a look in the eyeballs. And he, and, the, and he just got went like that, didn't yeah. he? Just got the fans up. Yeah. It was just bloody brilliant. Johnny Rowe had another go. Absolutely. No surprises he, there. He is one of those blokes, if you get home of an evening, yeah. you've had a lovely evening out, yeah. and you get home <laughs> and you find him in bed with your missus. Yeah. What? <laughs> You, you, you tuck him in and you give him the Horlicks <laughs> and you say, Johnny, you know, sleep well, mate. I'm going in the spare room. Well, Johnny, the invite's there. Um, do you know, though, Jack, away from, away from you know, Sergeant Rowe, you know, Kenny, those, those attacking players, and I'm so pleased to be able to finally praise them at, at full pelt, mm. that Norwich City defence. Yeah, look good from left to right were just absolutely bloody brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. Mm. Stacy, the Emperor of Norfolk, Ben Gibson, absolute rock, Shane Duffy, they were brilliant. All four of those lads were excellent. And obviously Stacy was 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 named man of the match. It could have been any of those did you four. You see players. that clip of Sergeant. Yeah, right? I did, I did, I did. What did he say? He said something like Jack, really, or something like that. I don't, I don't, I, don't I, I couldn't quite understand what he said, but it was something like that. At least he was surprised. But no, no, let's not take it away from Jack Stacey. It, it was a great yeah. performance from Jack. Um, the the man that I'm most pleased about, though, and particularly with with what he's 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 been going through um, of late, is Ben Gibson. Mm. I'm absolutely chuffed. What a performance! Yeah, it was great. Um, really, really pleased. And the defense becoming what they're becoming at this time is ideal going into these two huge games because the defence needs to be on point, stellar, indestructible. Mm. It's a big ask. So let's we're, we're about to see how much this defence has improved. I thought there was a moment, it was probably about 15 minutes in, it was nil-nil and Thomas Asante's got the ball back to goal and he spun Gibson yes. and it looks like he's about to get a shot away and you're thinking, oh, that's 1-0. Yeah. And, and then you're chasing the game. And out of nowhere, Gibson just gets a leg into oh, it and, and, and stops what's a, what's a, you know an absolute 
and by the way, goal. Br- br- brave. Yeah. Um, you know, it could have easily been a penalty. Last ditch. Mm. Oh, I loved it. Gibbo, take a bow, my friend. I think, Brilliant. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously McLean next to whether it's been Duffy or Gibson has, has looked really good. And mm. that was my concern. When I saw McLean had been pushed forwards. I mean, it's mad that we're even saying, oh, McLean in his natural position is a concern. But, you know, I've loved, I've loved watching Kenny at centre-back. Um, and then I saw those two next to each other and I thought, this is going to be interesting. Mm. Like, this could be a car crash. Really? Yeah, I think that's harsh. When the, when the team news came out, I think, yeah, I was thinking that. And actually, they were, they were brilliant. Um, well, that, but, but, but then it just shows that's why it's important to have Kenny where Kenny should be. And and I still would argue that Sarah should be should be further up, but then obviously you, you don't have room for one of those other players mm. at signs, etc. So yeah, no, brilliant stuff. Really pleasing. Really, really and pleasing. I think you know, Duffy would have got lots of stick this season and, and again, rightly so, he yeah. has been poor in certain games. But well, they the, all have the, the types, all the defenders have had poor games. The types of performances I expected from Duffy when we signed him was was like what we yeah, saw on, on Saturday. I, th- I thought I thought each and every one of them was brilliant. I walked out for the first time in a very long while with genuine belief. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen a perform. We've seen flurries or we've seen wins against rubbish teams. Yes, yes. But I've never thought you know that's good enough across a season to to get where we want to be, which is yeah. the playoffs. And for the first time in a very long while. I've gone, okay, like, they've proven it. Yeah. Obviously, we need to see it more consistently. Yes. But they're capable. But what it what it's done for me, and I hope it's done for others too, even more, by the way, because I, I, I always allow myself to, you know, get positive where the where the evidence is, 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 is presenting itself. It's really allowed me to to get behind something again, to believe again, you know? I, I, I can't quite say it um with my chest yet but i tell you one thing jack if we beat leeds mm. on wednesday night I, I i can't see anything other than playoffs <laughs> really if we beat leeds on wednesday night because they're unbeaten at home i mean it's a big there's if. the farker effect there's you know all of those brilliant attacking players coming against us yes yeah, of course it's a huge if i know that um but this is where I'm at, and maybe other Norwich fans are like this. So let let us know in the comments, you know, how you're feeling about. Are you allowing yourself to to be hopeful again, or, or are you still protecting your emotions? Well, look, I think this last week, whatever happens at Leeds, let's just look at this last week. We've gone to Hull yeah. and we've beaten them. Yeah. Granted, performance was iffy, but we still won. Yeah. So can't take that away. We've beaten Bristol Rovers in their biggest game of the season. Yeah. With a there was a few, you know, first teamers in there, but it was a changed squad. And in the end, <clears> second <throat> half, we run away with it. Watched quite a few videos actually from Bristol Rovers fans who just said quality difference was huge. And then we've convincingly beat a West Brom side who were, you know, and still are, yep. you know, one of the most very teams. safe in the playoffs at the moment. So this has been a really good week. Yep. And you know, if if that doesn't give that squad belief, then nothing will. And it's always amazing, I think, because. I'd say nine, 90% of fans are probably of the opinion that we need to change our head coach. Not 80%. But, but there, was a, there was an atmosphere on Saturday yeah, that like felt it. fully behind the side. I like where you're going here. And, and I like that because, you know, we're all mature enough and complex enough and nuanced enough to go, you know, <clears throat> bigger picture... You know, change yeah. is required. Yeah. Not just Wagner, but the board and it. We all know the issues we've got with this football club. But for those 90 minutes, yeah. 
everyone was behind that team. And yes. that felt big. And what I would say on top of that, Jack, is the reason why the fans were behind the team more so than, than most other games this season at Carrow Road was because of the style of football that we played. Yes. They gave us something to get up off of our seats for. It was brilliant. And, you know, there was loads of chance. And, you know, not just, you know, the, the standard Ipswich, Ipswich bashing ones. But there, there was a brilliant moment. I think the one that really made me think, God, bloody hell, yeah, this is what we've missed at Carrow Road, was when we had that six to eight minutes of, of vintage 1970s, 80s Brazil. There was a chart. There was just a big chant of yellows, yeah. yellows, yellows, and it was with, with, with not just with passion, but with like, with our blood. Mm. I could just, I, I could, I looked around me and I saw the veins popping mm. on 45, 50 year old blokes' necks, and I thought, <laughs> yeah, good, but they, but it comes from the team. It's a two way thing. The players need to give us something to back and support more. And they will get it. And lo and behold, you can feel this this energy in the stadium. And and I, and I genuinely think that that energy in the stadium was another reason why the defence stood strong, why we continue to have a go. And by the way, as well, I'll say something else, which I've not seen anyone else say online, and there's probably a reason, of course, <laughs> is um, David Wagner brings on an El Hernandez, and it could easily be 3-0. It was another brilliant yes. cross from an El Hernandez. Gabby Sarah just couldn't quite... Uh, put it home but it could have been 3-0 yeah. and we'd be we'd be even more excited so look look let's enjoy these two wins we know what's coming up next I think are we going to talk about that now well I, I just want a, a word on David Wagner because you know there were obviously plenty of tweets and, and rightly so going you know Jackie's still Wagner blah 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 the, the argument from those who think that we've been too critical of David Wagner and people are very much entitled to that opinion would be there at, at no real point this season barring the start and the last couple of games have we had a full strength side yep, mainly yep. because fair. of injuries that's fair yeah so those people of that opinion are saying well it's no coincidence that he's got Sergeant back he's yes. got whoever else back and we're playing well again do you buy into that? Uh, I think it's a valid excuse, but that's the key word. It is an excuse. Um, and I believe that the players that were, you know, second up behind that should have absolutely done better. Mm. Sergeant's the key man, right? Yeah. We, we know that. But I still believe without Sergeant, you know, some of the defensive displays were woeful and does not excuse the fact that just because we were missing Sergeant, we were getting battered and embarrassed and it was stodgy and it was turgid and it was boring. Like It doesn't excuse what we've seen. But I do think it's a valid keyword coming up, excuse. I do. And that is on his side. What I would say about, and I've obviously seen those posts as well, and you know, some people love to love to say that because they want this narrative that we're you know anti this or anti that. You know, I'm allowing myself to to get positive again. I still believe the long-term answer isn't David and, and the current coaching setup. That that's my honest opinion. I don't think I'm going to change that unless, of course, <laughs> we win the playoffs. Um, because I, because I think this league is average, and I think that the team that he's got at his disposal should be putting yes. in the performances and getting the results that we got against yeah, West agree. Brom. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, but what I would say is I I loved the atmosphere against West Brom. It was, um, you know, we're the green and yellow army, you know, um, we are Norwich yellow army. And they were, they were, they were backing what we've got and yeah. where we're at. And regardless of whatever you think of David Wagner, my, my call to arms is 
back the players. Yeah. Get behind the boys, you know, because it, it, it's obviously a case now of it looks like we're, you know, unless we have a horrific run of form, which, you know, fingers crossed we don't, um, uh, you know, David's going to stay for the season. Well, probably. I think that's the key thing. and So you may as well support it. That's the key thing, I think. And for, and for your own sanity more than anything, yeah. I think we have to come to terms now with January transfer window is going to be quiet. Mm. David Wagner's here for the rest of the season. Whether you like it or you don't, mm. the likelihood is that's what happens. Yeah. So our only option now is to... We can still... You can still hold the opinion of, like you said... The, the, the long-term plan is away from David. To be honest, I think Wagner knows that and I think Napa knows that. I think they, they understand that. But for this season, my mindset has almost changed now to, one, I know this squad is capable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we knew that at the start of the season. Two, Wagner's clearly capable of getting a tune out of them. Yes. Um, not consistently, but let's hope that comes. Yes. And three, we've just got the only, the only option mm. we have now is you either keep banging on a door that's not opening, yes, or you get behind the team. Yeah, no, I no, I, I do agree with that, Jack. And by the way, it's totally okay to change your opinion, despite what the internet well, no, tells I'm not, you. I'm not changing my opinion; I'm changing my mindset. No, no, and by the way, and that's okay as well, yeah. despite what the internet tells you. You don't, you don't have to be in one camp or the other. This isn't a black and white thing. You're allowed to change your mind on on David. You're allowed to change your mind on the players based upon the evidence that we are seeing. I still believe that if we'd made a change to the head, head coach sooner yes. this season, we'd be well in the playoffs yes. by now. I still believe that. But I'm allowing myself to get behind what we're seeing in the last two games and hopefully, fingers crossed, they, they can bloody do it. Um, should we talk about Leeds and Liverpool? Yeah, big week ahead. I mean, it's, it, it feels like just a relentless core next game's big, mm. core next game's big. They are really big coming up. Wednesday night, <laughs> trip to Ellen Road against our former head coach should have beaten Leeds at home uh, earlier on this season and then Sunday a trip to Anfield Ellen Road at Anfield in the same week mm. is big um, Leeds feels a hell of a lot bigger than Liverpool for me Liverpool is very much in my head a free hit Leeds oh, Leeds is tasty because you know West Brom I was so I, I said I, I put out on my um, on my video I might have even tweeted it I would snap your hand off for four points from those two games mm-hmm. because that is enough to give you hope. That is enough to allow you to go, okay, we can mix it against the big boys. And yeah. West Brom and Leeds are in the top six. We've beaten uh, West Brom and we've done so with relative ease. Yeah, Leeds is another test because as you say, I'm beaten at home. They've still got Premier League quality. They've got some big money players in there. It's huge. They've got a good head coach at this level yeah. in, in, in Farker. Um, obviously won it twice with us. Ellen Road's always going to be a difficult place to go. And it's even more difficult this season because as we've said, Jack, they've not lost at home this season. So even um, if you go there and get a battling point, delight, I'd be yeah, delighted. Yeah, I want to make that clear straight away and I don't know how, how other Norwich fans feel about this. I'd bite your hand off for, yeah. for a point away at Ellen Road for it's sure. It's momentum. Oh, of course, oh, of course. It's building. It, you know, Hull was great. Yeah. Back it up with a win against Bristol Rovers who had a massive following there considering it was a freezing cold night in Bristol. You know, great win against West Brom. If you can go and get a point against yeah. Leeds, who cares what happens against Liverpool? But that has huge potential. I quite like how we how we look going into this mentally as well, Jack, because the the, the players or the players know how big this Leeds away game is, and this is a real opportunity for them to prove uh, the real strong negative naysayers wrong. You know, to Us. to to silence people. And um, I no, I don't I don't think we've been. <laughs> 
I don't think we've been that I think we've criticised when it's appropriate, but I don't think we, you know, I don't think we've been anti-club or turned off from them or anything like that. Um, but no, I think this is a real opportunity, and and the Norwich players have a chance to create a moment um, in the season, um, and it would be an absolutely epic win. Of course, we all remember that famous win at oh, Ellen Road, the, the Mario Vrancic masterclass, along with, of course, Super Tommy Tribal as well. Here is that man. What a performance um, that was. Yeah, gorgeous performance. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's it's a huge opportunity. But look, Leeds have got some ridiculously good attacking players, and the fact that at Carrow Road it almost seemed like they were taking it quite easy, and then in this, it was in the second half, wasn't it, that they then turned on the afterburners, and mm. um, you know it, the, the, it was game over really when they brought on those 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 brilliant players. So look, tough game, Jack. Yeah, as you say, tough game. I love the word moments mm. there because I think seasons are carried based on moments. You look back at our promotion campaigns, you know, Vrancic's free kick, Hernandez's late goal against Forest. They're, they are the, the things that carry you through seasons. Like yeah. You need good performances. You need those fundamentals. But, you know, moments like Johnny Rowe celebrating in front of the Barclay against West Brom, if we can get something against Leeds... It would be huge. Liverpool's an interesting one because I must admit, mentally, before the the, the replay against Bristol Rovers, I've already gone to myself, I hope we play a second team against Bristol Rovers, probably lose, don't have to worry about it. <laughs> and, then we've, and then Can't we've gone fairly strong. Wagner obviously yeah. wants to play his best mate. Of course. And I've gone, oof. Just imagine. But remember the Just last... Imagine. Yeah, remember what we said in the last podcast, Jack. There's a real fairy tale. Here. Yeah. There's a real story. Um, Magic of the cup. I don't think it's. I, I, look, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's a single game where I can go. You, you know, like in each manager's tenure, there's like a game. Yeah. I can't really remember a game under Dean Smith either. To be fair, but Southampton at home, but the first game. Yeah. Normally, there's a game where you go, "Cool, yeah." Do you remember that game under that manager? Not quite had that yet. This could be could. Could, could, could. I, I don't believe it. It could be the game under David Wagner. Could you imagine the scene? Do you it would be a fairy tale. Do you think you go all out? Like, do you, do you play your first team? Because the risk is you do that, you still get beat, and then you get an injury to Sargent. Well, and look, then it derails well, the whole season. I, yeah, but I, I, I kind of think that's that's a whole lot of bollocks, really, Jack. I, I, I think that... You know, this is this is a game. This is a this is a an opportunity to create something epic, iconic. Yeah, all right. It it, it probably isn't going to pan out how we hope and hope and dream. But there's a there's a slither of hope. For me, I'm parking. I'm hashtag hashtag park the wagon. There you go. There's the there's the hashtag <laughs> for this episode. Share it on social. Hashtag park the wagon. Wagon's okay? wagon. Um. Yeah. Hashtag park the wagon. I'm parking the wagon. And I'm putting out there three goalkeepers. <laughs> I'm putting AG, obviously, there yeah. in the middle. I'll have George Long over to the left-hand side. I'm calling back Vicente Reyes from, from his Chile international duty. <laughs> I'm having him over the right side, um, putting all the defenders on. I might The only attacking player I, I might might start is Johnny Rowe. Right. Um, but, the, but the rest of them will just be all, all defenders, right. really. And, and just, just hope and pray that they just keep, keep hitting the defenders. That's wagon firmly parked. Yeah. Let me know. How would you? What's your Liverpool line? What's, what's your? How would you approach? Well, Liverpool? I just I find it funny because obviously Salah's at Afcon. They've got Endo at the Asian Cup. You know, to lose Salah is huge. And I watched their game against Bournemouth. 
Start with Diaz, Nunez, um, and Jota, I think it was. Um, and then they're like, oh, you know, we've, we've had enough of that. Let's just bring on Cody Gakpo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like that attacking force. <laughs> even if they play a second team. Oh, it's so good, mate. It's oh, so I good. So, I know, I know. Look, I'm, I'm expecting us to to lose. But I think for, you know, we, we speak about the FA Cup being brilliant for younger fans. Like, there'll be thousands of, of you know, younger kids going yes. who, you know, get to watch Norwich at Anfield. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is enough to make you support of course. Norwich. Maybe when we're 7-0 down, they might go, actually, I'd rather support Liverpool. But, you know, it's, it's a great occasion. It's good we've got here. Yeah. It's good that we're going into it with a good mood. Yeah, it Might be different sure. post-Wednesday. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I don't know. I'm don't just know, seeing this. It's a free hit. It's a bonus game. I'm seeing this as a complete win-win. So... This leads on to the question. I'm going to ask this to you, and I'm asking the the Yellow Army watching this now on, on social media as well. Mm. For Leeds and Liverpool, we'll start with Leeds. What is your head saying? What is your heart saying? Head says draw. Okay. Heart says, you know, Leeds have been leaky this season. They've conceded a lot. I watched their game against Preston. You Are know, you about to say win. Heart. You- well, you've got you've got to dream. You know, you've got to dream, and a, and a win could take us into the playoffs, Chris. And then you could beat Liverpool. Right, so your head's head saying says draw. draw. 1-1. But your heart is saying... Heart says 2-1. Sergeant, last minute. You know that away end at Ellen Road. It's rocking. Oh, imagine. Okay, agreed. Liverpool. What's your head saying? What's your heart saying? Head, 4-1 defeat. Right, my head saying 6-0 defeat. <laughs> and we don't even score? No. Uh, heart says... No, don't do this to me. Look, Liverpool have got a lot on this season. They're in a title race. They're they going are. well in Europe. They're well and truly semi-finals in a title race. of a league cup. They don't need this competition. They don't need do they? the FA Cup, so they yeah. might stick out a few. They've won players. it plenty of times. Just, just don't bother this season. We we hold it tight until sixty minutes. Yeah. Hit them on the break, Johnny Rowe. Inevitable. One <sighs> nil. Could you imagine? Onslaught after onslaught of Liverpool attack. Yeah. Hold out. Last minute. Christian Fasnacht. The CFAS. The CFAS. The CFAS pops up like Hull, 2 yeah. 0. Really? And, no way. And Wagner, in his post match interview, calls out the Norwich fans. Yeah. Why always me? <laughs> Reveals a t shirt. Why always me? Look. But, oi, got I, dream. Tell, I tell you. You've got to dream. I'll tell you what I would love to see if, if, if the very, very unlikely happens. David Wagner to run on the pitch and celebrate with the players and then knee slide in front of his best mate Jurgen Klopp pounding his chest going <laughs> I'm the big man Mourinho style yeah that'd be class wouldn't it look it's not going to happen but what is the point in football if you don't dare to dream you've got to yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm messing you've, you've got sort, so excited sort my mic out sort my mic out yeah you've got to dare to dream haven't you should mm. we do some questions yeah Jack? great yeah let's do it Ollie Butcher Oh, that's a solid name. Question, as key influencers of supporters, particularly younger fans, when are you going to start piecing together some decent viewpoints, preferably ones based on facts and data? Ollie, you know, we've read out the facts. Unbeaten at home, or unbeaten in 2024, unbeaten at home yeah. in seven games. Yeah. That's facts. That's data. Stick I, that in your pipe and smoke it, Ollie. I, I think it sounds like Ollie doesn't watch Talk Norwich City because I always try to find a statistic and then we then discuss that statistic. Uh, so unfortunately, Ollie, your narrative Look, is not correct. If you want, you know, reasoned 
analysis from journalists. Go to the BBC. Yeah, we are a fan channel. Go to the channel. Athletic. Actually, not the Athletic anymore. We are a fan channel, okay? And we are here to get carried away, to have fun, to get angry, mm. to be inexcusably whatever we feel, okay? We're not here for, you know, cutting-edge hipster XG bollocks, okay? <laughs> we're just not. We're, we're here to have a laugh, to have fun. This is what football fandom's all about. Absolutely. What about this from Callum's statement? Record number of clean sheet Nando's coming in 2024. <laughs> yeah, that's getting pricey. You talk about me giving a grand away, your bill must be racking up to yeah, those types I'll tell of you what, now. well, yeah, Angus is, like, I think Angus is, yeah, looking quite good on the Well, we've got to be a front. bit careful because it, <laughs> we need to change it to something mm. a bit different. Otherwise, Angus is going to be literally filling the goal. Um, David Spud Thornhill, we have great history of bringing through youth players from our academy with Johnny Rowe being the latest, but are you concerned with the lack of youth coming through and some likely to be released in the summer, i.e. Ken Aboa? Shout out to at Youth Norwich, you do a wonderful job on. Um, yes, yeah, so good first account. Of all, yeah, really good account. Go and follow at Youth Norwich on X, really enjoying their content. Um, if you're into the youth teams, you know, some brilliant stuff. I think probably the best um, account on X regarding the, 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 the coverage of the youth team. Absolutely. Some of the stuff there is, is, is brilliant. It's an interesting point, though, Jack, isn't it? Right? We've seen Johnny Rowe given a go and look at what he's done, right? The, the Rowe show. Um, unfortunately, a lot of uh, and one of the new things that David Wagner has been criticised with is is the the lack of youth being brought through, particularly in those cup competitions when he had chances to do so. Agree? Disagree? It's tough, isn't it? Because you know I said it's disappointing that we've not even put some young, you know some youngsters on the bench mm. for that Bristol Rovers game. And the argument back, and I completely get it, is you know we we need to win games and hopefully you win games by you know playing more experienced more talented players quote unquote um but you're right if you look you know johnny Rowe came through under dean smith mm-hmm. um i can't think really of anyone under under wagner a little bit with um it was kind of liam, with warner well liam gibbs kind of all, oh no was that dean smith that as was well? dean smith so interesting there's not mm. really been a player brought through by by wagner mm. the flip side is like does Ken, you know, a bow? Is it a bow? A boa? Big Ken. Does Big Ken start above Josh Sargent? No. No. So, like, but, it's really difficult. But, and, and as Johnny Rowe has said on his Instagram post, he should go in the first team. Yeah. I've just, I've just clocked something, Jack. And if, you, if you're watching the, the podcast, you'll, you'll appreciate this, I'm sure. Um, on our set at the moment, the light is shining through my, uh, my studio window. And um, the light... <laughs> Is perfectly shining <laughs> like a god on um, Dennis Rabeni's head. Um, so maybe that's a sign, Jack, because of course Dennis Rabeni was the icon. Yeah. Perhaps we're about to see the birth of a new icon, and that's why the light is shining maybe. through on Dennis Rabeni. Look, I think I think where we need to be a touch careful with this is next season. You've got a lot of players out of contract this summer. We're yeah. not going to have the money to spend unless we go up um, on up. new talent. So the likes of Abo, um, Pedro Lima, Vicente Reyes, you know, you might need those. And if we're not playing them, and I think Abo might be going, Big Ken, might be going out on loan this January, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really difficult one. It is a really difficult one. I do one. agree that that we should be giving more opportunities to the youth given where we're at and how we've been playing and where this season inevitably is. Um, the fact that we've had such a quiet transfer window tells you a tale really on many levels. And um, Jack, I do yeah. want to move on now because we've got loads to get through. Um, one from Oliver Woods. 
um, one of two statements here. Wagner has a clear attacking philosophy, which we have seen last season and the start of this season. Unfortunately, in my opinion, the players have let him down, which means he's had to turn to this more robust defensive style of play to stop conceding goals. Your reaction to that first? I mean, when 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 we look good, we look really good. I, I think the, the concern for me... I don't think I think that's literally been the opposite. My concern is I don't think we have had a clear philosophy, and I would love to hear from Wagner. Like he obviously wants to play this free flowing style, but he hasn't for so for such large parts but of his reign. He, but, but but Oliver's point, I think he's trying to get is has he had to just chuck it because of the injury to Sargent? Like is, is he that important? I don't, know, I don't think so. I, th- I think look, players have to take part responsibility. Of course they do. And I, and and I'm sure that they I'm sure that they they would partially agree with that. I do think some of the tactics and and, and lineups and in-game management still do not excuse uh, what what we've been served up. He's he's backed it up with a, with a two of two statement here. I'm not disagreeing. Sometimes here you go. The squad selection and in-game subs are not always effective but I believe the players have a massive part to play. This is the reason that the board have stuck with Wagner and his philosophy is what all Norwich fans want to see. Interesting. I mean, I mean, look, there's balance. There's clearly people out there that, that think that David Wagner is the man. Well, yeah, I think we've always got to be slightly careful with, with recency bias to an extent. Like, yeah, I agree if you, with that. If you, you know, obviously you're going to be more favourable towards Wagner having just watched... Um, the game at the weekend. I, I mm. completely agree with what you said earlier, Chris. I think this side would would be in the playoffs now if we had a competent, mm. a, a more competent manager for what we've seen this season. Fourth highest spenders in the division. Yes. We should be higher than we are. And that's the biggest frustration of Saturday is like, where's that been? I know, you know, Sargent's been out, but like, as you say, it, we've got Ida who scored goals. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that much of an excuse. I'm, it's, it is really baffling. It is really confusing. Let's have a laugh, shall we? Jeff Man 98 uh, before you read our question, Jack, is uh, he says, I'm confused, lads. There's a concept in football that is lost on me. I think it's called losing. <laughs> if you have any idea what this alien concept is, please let me know. Look, Jeff Man 98 there. You know, you've got to enjoy these moments, haven't you? Like, I know that you naturally we, we've become so sceptical this season because of the the stodge that, that, that we've we've had to endure. But I think Jeff Mann's right there to inject a bit of, ah, oh, you know what, let's enjoy this this, this yeah, winning you've feeling. Got to. You've got to. And, you know, there's so many clubs in this division that have their own problems. Mm. I'm sure even Leicester fans, you know, are finding something to moan about. Um, you know, even Ipswich fans who are on this incredible run, you know, they will be disappointed that they're not mm. more set in stone in, in the top two. So there's always going to be issues. I think... I don't think anyone that I've really seen this season has gone too far with the criticism. I think, you know, we are in a in a in a period of transition, and that's really unsettling. Um, but yeah, absolutely enjoyed the last few weeks. It's been brilliant. Um, Bear Swift. Be- Bear Swift. Bear Swift. Bear Swift. Primary teacher. Kung Fu brown belt. Cross stitch black belt. Cancer survivor. Oh. And dad to the best boys. That is class. What is this I guy love that not for me. done? That's brilliant. Love that. What odds could you get on an old farm derby playoff final? God and is it worth I, a quid? Imagine. Oh God, I couldn't. I honestly that couldn't would take be it. unbearable. I couldn't. Ta- I couldn't take it. I don't think it gets better than than battering them in the in the in the biggest East Anglian derby ever. They will never ever. They'll never get over that. 
It, it doesn't get better. Than well, they that. would if they beat if, beat us in a playoff final. Yes, of course, but let's hope it doesn't. I think it, it doesn't get. You know to what? That. It is possible because Southampton are on a crazy run. Well, I think look, Ipswich might just fall short of automatics, but they're probably good enough for third. I think. I think, regardless of that, they would get beaten in a playoff semi final again by by any of those teams in the playoffs because of a lack of experience. And and they have a habit of bottling the bigger te- the big occasions. I think it's it's third against sixth, isn't it? In the semis, I think it's more likely that we play each other again in the semis. Mm. Well, oh, I, you I never know. Just the thought of a playoff final against Wembley against Ipswich Town makes me feel physically sick. Friend of the channel, Twitchy. I feel ill. Friend of the channel, Twitchy. Let's move on quickly. Twitchy Terry. Oi, oi, Savaloy's up and nodge bin. The Blues. <laughs> By the way, that, I love that sort of... Uh, we get this every week from uh, Vengo bus driver Terry. Statement. Kenny McLean might be on the most criminally underrated players in Norwich City history. Wow. He is, beat- he is the beating heart of this team God. and deserves all the plaudits. Do you know what? That is? I love that from you, Twitchy Terry. I up love that nudge. from you. Um, yeah, oi oi Savaloy is up, Nodge being the Blues. Um, Kenny McLean, look, look, we, we, we know this. Is, is he underrated? Because I think we all rate him. Well, I think now we rate him. But do you remember pre our, our exclusive interview with him? Um, yeah, there his was a stock time was low, yeah. He was getting battered on social yeah. media, so much abuse. And I think now, I don't think there's a single Norwich fan that, that, that would not I th- rate I think, Kenny. I think what... Football fans love. Of course, you have to have the have to have the performances, and Kenny's had that so much this season. But he's just—he's never moaned. He's always stood up. He's always—I remember his um, interview after Plymouth. Yes, agreed. Just yep. stood up, yep. took the hits, yep. blamed it on himself, didn't blame anyone else. Yep. Loved that. Oh, we want you to play centre back, Kenny. Yeah, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, we'll do anything for this club, yep. and that deserves credit. His longevity. Every manager's played yep. him. Similar to Russ in yeah, a way. Yeah. And like Russ never ha- had that kind of season where he was, at, at the end, he never had that season yeah. where he was just exceptional. It, I, I, I said to you on um, Saturday, if it wasn't for Rowe, Kenny's my player of the season. I, yeah, I think he's in with a shout. Um, I really do. I, I actually think Kenny would be above uh, would be above Gabby Sarah now, actually. Who got it last year? Did he? Um, it was oh, Sarah, Sarah, was it? But yeah, I think the claim was in the top three, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so too. I think obviously Angus is in with a, with another shout as well. He'll, he'll probably be a bit frustrated that he's probably not gonna not gonna win it because of the the likes of Johnny Rowe. And what what I would say, and it, it would be unfair for me to divulge um, the the full conversation, but. I was recently uh, fortunate to have a conversation with Kenny and I said to him, Kenny, you've been bloody brilliant this season, despite circumstances, where you've been playing, what you've been doing. And I said the same thing. I said, you've got a real good chance of being the player of the season. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't buzzed by that. No, he, he was, like, he, he was that, he, yeah, he was like, of course, no, it's nice. But I very much got this vibe from him of, no, 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 it's about the team. Sure. It's not about me, it's about the team. And he was really like, it was all about the team. And so, Kenny, what a guy, what a leader, what a captain. Uh, I love him to be. Yeah, and I, and I love those types of players that you can tell are genuinely happy for other people's success. Yes. And like, you can tell when Rose done well or Sarah, mm. like he just buzzes off people doing well. And that's yeah. really lovely. He's just a great bloke, really good bloke. Got one. Bridget James. Oh the, oh, the Bridget. The, the Bridget. The Bridget. Of course, for people that don't know The Bridget, if you somehow you don't know who The Bridget is, she probably did the 
it's in the top three canary calls of all of all time. She just absolutely went to town on the Norwich City hierarchy, but she just did it with such prowess and punctuality and passion. Mm. Um, it was just bloody brilliant. Anyway, what's the Bridget? We're we're in we're in the company of royalty. What's the Bridget saying? Well, this is this has put my uh, sort of giving me goosebumps somewhat. Bridget, thank I, you for I, that. I wondered what you were going to say there. Okay, go on then. Oh, simple. No, the, 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 it's a simple statement. Right, okay. Has she said it's a simple statement? No, I've just added that. Right, okay, fine. We couldn't, could we? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, has the Bridget, has the Bridget said that? Yeah, she's, she's daring to dream. But she's so level-headed. Yeah. That. This is what football does. God. Wagonari. <laughs> We couldn't, could we? Wagner boys are back in town. Whoa, whoa. We couldn't, could we? Whoa, whoa. Wagner boys are back in town. Um, look, the Bridget, I love that from you. Why not? Get carried you know away. What? Speaking of that, we speak could. of that. Yes, Bridget, we yeah. could. And look Paul, at me in the eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. and Norfolk Paul not Norfolk says, Paul. the Norfolk Paul says statement. Yeah, of course. The, the captain of the Wagonari says, Wagonari's wagon has got some broken parts working again. <laughs> Put some air in the tyres and found some forward gears rather than being stuck in reverse. At this rate, it'll be driving down Wembley Way to beat the scum in the playoff final. Hashtag wagon driver. Hashtag getting carried away. I mean... That's got me going. Yeah, it's got me going as well. Thank you, Norfolk Pool. Shout out to brilliant the garage I take my car to. Shout out to the brilliant Newbridge garage in, in Yarmouth. What the hell? But the, the, the owner of it, yeah. massive Norwich fan, yeah. season ticket holder. Of Whenever course. I go in, just head to toe covered in oil. Class. Just loves yeah. cars. Yeah. And he's the type of bloke that you just you give him any problem. Yeah. And he never gives you excuses. He just solves it. Gives you solutions. Right, so go on. I'll, I'll take my car. Oh, God, oh, mate, like, you know, the brakes are gone or something. And you know what I'm like with cars. I'm a, I'm, I work on a keyboard. I don't know what cars do. Yes. And he just fixes it. Norfolk Paul fixes things. The Wagonari wagon, believe. Believe. Wagonari's back in town. Um. <laughs> God, Jesus oh, I'll tell you what got I, me really... I, can I just say this is really dangerous because we're about to play Leeds and Liverpool and I, we shouldn't be doing this. We, we haven't mentioned the best thing that happened on Saturday. Go on. We met oh, Leighton Buzzard Phil. Yes, we met Leighton Buzzard Phil, for those of you that have it watched It was the, brilliant. Yeah, and his son. And his son. Lovely bloke, top man. Son was superb as well. Oh. They shook our hands. It was a solid handshake as well. I looked at Phil in the eyes and I thought, you're the man, Phil. Yeah, he really is. All the way from Leighton Buzzard. Yeah, it was superb. God, that got and, me going. Oh, there's some Jack Callow. And I think he's got a point here. Right a, rant, a rant. A rant? Yeah, a rant. Even though we've just beat West Brom 2-0. He says, <laughs> get that absolutely terrible walkout no, music changed. Yeah. Well, look, I've seen a few people post about this now, Jack. The walkout music, um, the gut, there's a big movement happening. Get Samba back. Samba de Janeiro when we score. Yeah. Look, I, I, I am in that camp. Well, don't we know the... DJ yeah, chat. we do. Yep, Steve Trivet. Come on, Steve. Trivy, sort it out. Trivy, Trivy, sort it Hashtag out. Hashtag Stevie Samba. Yeah, Stevie Samba. Come on. Um, but by the way, go on. we talk about Phil. Yeah. Phil's tweeted us. Right, has he? Go yeah. on then. What's he saying? And it's not a good one. Oh, God, really? Yeah, Phil's obviously had a bad trip back to Leighton Buzzard, okay. or he's hated meeting us. One right. of the two. What's he said then? 
results like yesterday cover the cracks and oh. cloud people's memories. Oh. Leeds are going to absolutely tear us a new <laughs> one. And then we'll be back to square Well, one. look, they could. They could, feel, but let's not go into it Let's like fill out a flatty on the way back to Leighton Buzzard. Where's the spirit of Leighton Buzzard gone? Come on, Phil. And there was another post as well, which wasn't linked to the replies, but someone asked me a question. I'm so sorry for not remembering who this was. But someone clocked me laughing at something pre-match in the Barclay. Oh. It was very, it, it just summed up our football club this season. Right. So I walk in, go to my seat in the Barclay. I've got my cup of coffee as always. Um, I look out onto the pitch, see the players warming up, and all of a sudden I, I hear this sort of, this dripping over, over to my left-hand side, right? So I look over my left-hand shoulder, and it's, and it's the fucking, the, the, the second coming of the Niagara Falls, right? And you might be thinking, what are you talking about, Chris? Well, let me tell you, of course, Norwich City is famous for our rotating screen, okay? The screen has rotated, and I kid you not, it was pissing water out of the, the inside of the screen. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It was. But it was a sign of positive things to come. Was it? Well, because we went and beat West Brom. Well, so my... what I'm suggesting is that the stewards fill up the big screen full of water before every game. Cup, you know, some things in life don't go well together. Daniel Farker and Premier League survival. Yeah. They don't go, they don't work. Yep. Lots of, electric, other, lots of other things as well. Electric and water. Yeah. Famously don't get on. It's not ideal. <laughs> and there was a mountain of water in this screen. Yeah. And and for the I wasn't settled until I left Cow Road because I'm can you remember Derby? Yeah. Oh. When the God. lights went out. One of your worst ever shouts. And we this was. and we would have beat them if it wasn't for that. When you blamed the floodlights going out for the reason that we lost the game, even though Zimbo should have just punted it into Rosette. But I'm thinking, Chris, of what bad if, flashbacks. I'm getting yeah. PTSD from that. I'm going, what if the screen we're 2-0 up, up yeah. and a massive explosion in Carrows yeah. and the game gets abandoned. Yeah. I mean, look, sort it out. Get that water out of that screen. Could It could have been a turning point and we got through it. Bloody hell. This has been quite positive, isn't it, Jack? Yeah. No, absolutely. Any more for any more? Yeah. Um, couple, just one more question. Go on then. And we'll get, uh, actually a few people Go on, have then. asked. How much fire, is Johnny Rowe worth now? Oh, bloody hell. Because it was interesting. I know Hux watches every week because he's retired and all he does is run, eat healthy food and watch TNC. Yeah. Right? What was he saying? Didn't say anything Ooh. because he knew that we were right oh, yeah. about he's Johnny one, Rowe. He's one of those. He's one yeah. of those. Yeah. He only pipes up when he thinks we're wrong. Mm, yeah. So Hux, my question to you, and I'll know <laughs> if you disagree because you'll get in touch. <laughs> I think now... Go on. To Norwich City, yeah. Johnny Rowe is worth north of 50 million quid. <gasps> and you think I'm joking, but I'm not, Chris. Uh, no, no, no. Because no, how much no, is promotion no, 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 worth? No, no. Oh, God, you've really tickled me there. Yeah. Emmy Buendia, though. He's not I don't worth, care about Emmy Buendia. But he's not worth more, than, he's not worth more than Buendia. Don't compare it. I, look, I'm Johnny's biggest fan, believe me. I'm, I'm tempted to get a tattoo of Johnny Rowe on, somewhere on my body. I love him that much. But well, let's have a bet. No, no way. I'm I've not, put my money on that. I'm line. not doing a Tom Huckabee. Do you remember that that famous? Yeah. Was it was it Pookie? Pookie to score more than ten or something. And he got a tattoo on his ass or something. I don't think it? he ever did. No, of course he didn't. Um, but anyway, um, I don't think he's worth as much as Emmy Buendia. If Liverpool came in after Sunday and went, God, we love this lad, and Salah's injured, which he yeah. got injured at Afcon, yeah. we'll give you fifty million quid. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm being serious. I would yeah. say. Jürgen, 
Thank you very much. No deal. No deal. <laughs> thank you, banker. A deal or no deal. Yeah, no, I'd say, you know, Stephen Mulhern, no thank you. <laughs> I think I would I think I'd be alright with thirty-five. No. No. Uh, no, it's, it's in, better in, than in that. January. In January. No. I don't think we're gonna get that for him, Jack. I don't. Just because he's he's had his breakout season. We're not gonna get it for him because no one can afford it. But what I would do, and I repeat for, for Mr. Napper, who I'm sure is is watching um, or someone will be watching and reporting back to him. I know that for for a fact. Is um, look, get the contract out, put it on the table, and let Johnny Rowe write whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, you know, get a statue outside yeah. the bloody city stand. Yeah. Name a bloody burger after him. Um, you yeah. know, do what you know. Have have I don't know the the row end. Rename the Regency to the row stand. Yeah. Just Whatever, just do whatever you yeah. need to do. Yeah, I agree. Whatever you need to do. So we're beating Leeds. We've said this before, by the way. And you we're know, beating you know at Tottenham, they've got the the cock on top of their their going? stadium yeah. roof. The yes. cock, the cockerel. Yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the cock or the cock? Are we calling well, it the cock? We'll call it the cockerel. I think. Let's call it the cockerel, not the cock. The Tottenham cock. And um, the Tottenham cockerel on top of their their stadium roof. Yes. I am still backing the movement. <laughs> I want Johnny Rowe. With his famous yeah. two fingers up yeah. post cello yeah. on the top of the city stand, oh, that'd be good. And I, and 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 every Sunday, I think we should ga- gather. They should let us all on the pitch, and we should pray to it. <laughs> and of course, the, I'm not joking. The clock on the city stand hasn't been illuminated properly for the last couple of seasons because you know times are tough. Yeah. So what we should do is get some light bulbs in Johnny's eyes, and it illuminates oh. the clock. <laughs> That is yeah. that. What an idea that yeah. is, by the way. Yeah. There we go. Look. Right. Leeds and Liverpool. It's a it, given. It's We're going up. It's not looking likely, but enjoy and savor this feeling of positivity whilst it's a, it's upon us, because I'm sure the next podcast we will be down in the dumps again. And in the famous, I'll leave you on this. Go on. You know how Jeremy Clark's always used to go in on that bombshell. Oh, See you later. Oh, before you do that, I have one more thing to say. Oh, so sorry. For God's sake. Stay tuned to the TNC socials mm. because we keep teasing it, but trust me, it's worth the wait. We are launching something epic. And when I say epic, I mean epic. Epic, epic, epic in epic. capitals epic. Probably of all time for, wow. for the channel uh, at the beginning of February, okay? And you, every Norwich City fan, is going to love this for every reason. So make sure you're locked into Talk Norwich City. And don't forget... If you've watched up to this point, we want to see on social media, hashtag park the wagon. And I'll leave you on this in the famous words of Bridget. We couldn't, could we?